I'm speaking today to Bethany Wilkins. She's the director of the Nevada County Harm Reduction Coalition. Bethany, thank you very much for talking with me today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. What is the Nevada County Harm Reduction Coalition and when was it formed? So um, we started and we formed in the fall of 2020, um, kind of just a community response to the opiate overdoses we were seeing um, directly more related to the fentanyl, um, increase in fentanyl presence in local supplies. So we formed in the fall and we began offering free Narcan distribution to locals and the community and training um, different bars and community centers and events around how to identify a potential overdose, how to administer Narcan, and teaching a little bit about harm reduction principles and practices. Can you explain what harm reduction is? Absolutely. So harm reduction is more or less it's a set of practical strategies and ideas aimed at reducing the negative consequences that we see associated with, you know, a um, action or behavior. And in this specific term, we're talking about harm reduction associated with drug use. So what harm reduction is, when we think of like drug education, I think a lot of us were raised, I know I was, with the just say no kind of abstinence dare based curriculum, right? And harm reduction is a different approach. It's about destigmatizing people who use drugs, not shaming them. You know, the message that we see a lot with abstinence-based drug education and drug policy is very shaming. It's very isolating. You know, if you do drugs, you're a bad person, right? Harm reduction is the opposite of that. It's about accepting people where they're at. It is about not shaming them. It's offering support and services to them when they're ready, if they're ready. It's about you know, acknowledging their autonomy and ensuring their dignity, you know, it's, 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 it's really about just like radically loving people no matter where they are. And um, with harm reduction specifically, we are dedicated to supplying, you know, safe use supplies so that when people are using drugs, which, you know, it's a reality that sometimes people are going to use drugs and the abstinence fear base, you know, if you do drugs, you're bad you know, isn't, it, it doesn't really stick. So if someone is going to be partaking in, you know, a substance use, how can we like meet them with safer supplies, whether that's like alcohol harm reduction of, hey, make sure you're drinking water, you know, while you're drinking booze as well um, to kind of offset it or, you know, filters on cigarettes, right? And then with drug use, it's fentanyl testing strips, it's carrying Narcan. So it's just tools, you know, to ensure that if people do use we're not judging them, and we're just trying to ensure they can stay alive and be safe. What exactly is Narcan? So Narcan is the brand name for a drug called naloxone. It's a, it's a really incredible drug. It is an opioid antagonist. So what that means is that it's going to bind to the opioid receptors in your brain, and it can reverse and block the effects of, of opioids, such as heroin, morphine, oxycodone, fentanyl. So what that does is... It blocks those receptors. It prevents more opiates from coming into the bloodstream. When someone is experiencing an opiate overdose, what's happening is they um, have extreme respiratory depression. Um, and what this does is it blocks those receptors from continuously being flooded with opiates and furthering that depression. So the key with Narcan administration, which is just a nasal spray, think like Flonase with allergy medications, very similar to that. What that's going to do is block the receptors, gives you time to administer rescue breaths, because again, lack of oxygen, respiratory depression, um, getting oxygen back in their bloodstream is very important. 
and then there's another dose per box of Narcan that you would administer if the, the person is not waking up after the first. So Narcan is available over the counter then, or do you need a prescription to get Narcan? You do not need a prescription for Narcan. It is in the state of California. Our coalition um, gets it from the state. We also, um, public health here in Nevada County has Narcan for free, the public defender's office. So we're able to obtain it through the state and then um, give it out legally. There's no age restrictions. It's incredibly safe. Um, I think something really important to touch on with Narcan is it cannot get you high if someone's experiencing something other than an opiate overdose. So maybe someone is having a seizure. Maybe someone is um, experiencing cardiac arrest. These things can kind of exhibit similar, similar symptoms. And if you started with Narcan and said, okay, I I found this person that's unresponsive, you administer Narcan and they're not experiencing an opiate overdose, it actually isn't going to cause any harm. So it's a really great drug to just start with if you're not sure maybe what the person took, you're not sure if they're even overdosing because, again, it can't cause any harm. It's just blocking opiate receptors in the brain. You said earlier that the Nevada County Harm Reduction Coalition was formed as a response to the increase in fentanyl in our community and that the coalition provides fentanyl testing strips. Tell me more about that. Yeah, of course. So um, fentanyl testing strips are an incredible harm reduction tool. Kind of think of like a urinalysis type of strip. Think pregnancy test or, you know, a regular drug test. They look similar to that. And what they do is they test for the presence of fentanyl in a supply. So what you would have to do is make part of your supply liquid. So when we train on this, we give thorough instructions of how to dilute part of your product, how to test residue, what amounts of water, you're going to mix it together, you're going to stir it with this test strip, you're going to wait up to five minutes, and then it's going to give you lines indicating whether there's fentanyl present in what you tested or not. So from there, people can make a more informed decision about, you know, if they want to use this or not. So maybe it's like, okay, there is um, fentanyl present in what I just bought. Maybe I'm going to use a lot slower. I'm going to make sure I'm with someone. Maybe I'm going to make sure I have Narcan nearby. Um, The other option, maybe I'm just not going to use it, right? Maybe like I really don't want to use something with fentanyl in it. That's an okay choice too. So it's just like gives us more information to make, you know, a more informed choice. Um, and go from there. So we we offer fentanyl testing strips, and also public health here does as well. What has the reaction to the Harm Reduction Coalition been from the community? You know, it's actually been it's been super supportive. It's 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 you know we haven't honestly hit anyone so far, which you know I'm I'm sure there is there will be some people. A lot of the times with harm reduction, you you see. Um, the argument of promoting drug use, right? And so sometimes it does kind of ruffle feathers. But so far, we've had, you know, very welcoming um, community members. We've, you know, trained a number of establishments um, and individuals. We've connected with lots of neighboring harm reduction services. And we've, you know, the treatment centers here in town as well, who I work with part-time as well. And it's just been really, really positively received. So it sounds like this is something that's it's relatively easy to do and could potentially save someone's life. Is this something that you would recommend that everybody carry around or maybe, you know, throw in the glove box of their car? Or is that maybe going too far? No, I think everyone should. I mean, what we're looking at right now, not in just Nevada County, 
um, which is where it's actually a little bit lesser, but in the country we're seeing a, a, you know this frightening spike in fentanyl um, use um, and fentanyl um, being in drug supplies. And so I personally carry it on me all the time. I encourage people to carry it on them and carry it, carry it in your car. Um, I will say if you're carrying it in your car, and it's below freezing, or it's those days in the summer here where it reaches, you know, 110, you, um, it can, it can damage the potency of the medicine. So if it is between, you know, under freezing and like above, you know, 90 degrees, I wouldn't keep it in your car. But I think of it as a first aid item, you know, it's kind of like an EpiPen, but that is way easier to administer than an EpiPen and less traumatic in its administration. But you know, when we train establishments on it, you know, they keep it in their first aid kit and they treat it just like any other preventative health measure. So yeah, I would, I would, I would strongly encourage people to carry it. You never know when you're going to run across someone that might be experiencing an overdose and, you know, their choice to use drugs or not, they should be alive no matter what decisions they're making, right? They don't deserve to die. I think it's important to point out that not all opioid-related overdoses are caused by illegal drugs. Many are due to prescribed medicines. Right. If if someone listening wanted to take the next step, wanted to carry Narcan and be trained on how to use it, what would their next step be? Well, also, that's a great point that, you know, it's not just illegal drug use. You know, if someone has like a pain pill that they've been prescribed and it's a extended release, perhaps and they forget they've already taken one, they take another, they could slip into overdose, right? So there's just, there's so many reasons why you should carry it. It's not just focused on illegal drug use. So yeah, if you were local and you were wanting to get your hands on some Narcan or test strips, you can contact us a few different ways. We have a phone number that is a warm line. So you can text or call it. It's 100% confidential. Um, We don't ask questions. We deliver to you or we can meet up in Grass Valley or Nevada City. Um, That number is 530 Three six two eight one six three, and then we have a pretty strong Instagram presence. Um, our handles at Nevada County Harm Reduction, and then we also just ha- uh, created a Facebook page. So we're on Facebook, and then our website as well is nevcoharmreduction.com, and that's all linked on our Instagram. And then if you text as well, we could send you the list um, of like Instagram handles and uh, website information. Bethany, could you tell me what a warm line is? Uh, I've never heard that term before, and, I, and I'm and i sure others haven't. Yeah, totally. So uh, so if you think like hotline versus warm line, a hotline is always stopped and av- available to give like immediate assistance. Think like, you know, 211 in the county or 911. And a warm line is, it's not consistently staffed. There's not always someone right there available at the moment that you need them. So we say warm line just to allow flexibility with our our, um, volunteers and staff response times. So maybe someone hits us up at noon 9 p.m. and we don't get back to them until the next morning. That that's why we're a warm line. And usually I will just say to you, we're pretty on it. We have a few volunteers and myself that are on there. So uh, we do usually get back to people within like an hour or two but we do like to, you know, keep it within the warm line parameters because um, sometimes it is longer than that. You're providing the service to the community. You're giving out test strips and Narcan and training free of charge. Where does funding for this sort of program come from? It's a great question. So we are, um, we received our first grant in the fall of 2021. So that grant is for 17 months and that funds us kind of getting our feet underneath us, um, expanding our operations. Um, it funds two employees 
So that is myself and our outreach specialist. And then it also, we have a volunteer stipend where we're able to pay eligible volunteers. So that funds our fentanyl testing strip purchase. That funds our hours. That funds kind of building capacity, hosting events and trainings, printing materials. What it doesn't fund, and I'm glad you asked this, um, what it doesn't fund is our mobile distribution project. If I could talk about that for one second. So that is a weekly mobile distribution that we um, that we offer in Nevada County. What that entails is one of our team members goes and purchases as many no-cook meals. So think meals that you don't need a kitchen to cook. No-cook meals and snacks. We usually go to like grocery outlet. We spend $50 a week of donated money and we buy as many no-cook meals as we can. We make bags for those. We make harm reduction kits, which include Narcan and test strips. And we are building like safer sex kits as well that we'll be distributing. So what we do is then we go out into the community and a lot of the times kind of Brunswick Basin area, some areas in Nevada City, and we just, you know, look for participants and community members that might that might need these supplies, kind of connecting with our unhoused neighbors, hearing a little bit about what they need, providing them with some food. A lot of the time, too, we'll cook, you know, I'll make like burritos or sandwiches or something to also give out. Um, and we do that every week. So we're driving around on Thursdays doing that. And then we're hoping to add Mondays as well if we can continue getting those donations, which like I said, entirely funds it because the grant does not fund the mobile distribution project. I've been speaking with Bethany Wilkins. She's the director of the Nevada County Harm Reduction Coalition. You can contact them at 530-362-8163 or on Facebook and Instagram at Nevada County Harm Reduction. Bethany, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much.